So Kate, in this episode of the podcast, we're just going to stop and review what a fantastic year it's been um, in the first year of our podcast. Yeah, it has been. It's been an interesting journey launching a podcast. We've had to learn a lot about mm. just generally how do you produce and create a podcast and host it. So it's been a steep learning journey at times. It has been. It has been. But it's, I think it's been really worthwhile. We've seen some uh, great guests come onto the show. Um, and everyone that we've asked has said yes, which is fantastic. Yeah, and we've been so pleased and um, thrilled by the generosity of people giving yeah. their time yeah. and knowledge and expertise. Yeah. And it's just given so much input and depth to the episodes. Yeah, it has. It has. And also recently, uh, in fact this week, we've redeveloped and uh, probably, you know, hopefully enhanced our website. So our website is www.transformationconsultancy.com. So if you go there, there's now a dedicated page to our podcast, and that's why we're talking about that. Um, but in there, it talks about uh, some of the facts and figures in relation to, to growth of our of our podcast audience. Yeah. So, I, th- I think one of the amazing things is I think it's been listened to in, I think, 55 countries across mm, the world. Mm, so mm. for me, that's a big thrill, you know, how far you can reach. For sure. 55 countries. Um, and creeping up to about 1,500 listens for um, not quite 12 months. So uh, we really appreciate everyone tuning in and we really appreciate uh, the feedback we've been given. It's been nothing but positive. Um, We're certainly open to, if you've got a great story to tell or if you've got a book or you've got a fantastic um, success story in relation to vocational education anywhere in the world, then please contact us because we'd love to hear from you. And if we can uh, um, align the conversation to our listening audience, which is, you know, the importance of high performance adult education, um, educational leadership and education within developing nations. So if your story aligns with any of those broad topics, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. On our website, also, you'll see on the page dedicated to the podcast, you'll see um, there's a button there to share your story. So just it's just that simple. Just click on the button, email a short paragraph to us and say, hey, here's my pitch for the story, um, and and we'll tee it up for you and um, we'll try and schedule you into the program for 2021. Yep. There's also opportunities for marketing. So if you're uh, looking to promote your products or business you can also do that through the podcast yeah that's right that's right and, and on there again simple button click on that and say hey this is the book i'd like to market or this is that and you know let us know and we'll um, we'll arrange that for you as well if you simply just want to listen to our podcast via our website it's there's a there's a uh, embedded player on there which you can certainly uh, just click on the podcast episode that's interesting to you and re-listen or listen afresh yeah so let's talk about some of our guests that we've had on for this year because they've been really interesting. I don't know about you, but I've got a lot out of it. I have as well. It's been really interesting being able to talk to people about vet or adult education that perhaps you wouldn't usually have those conversations with. You know, mm. a lot of us are in practice still and we're busy. So mm. to actually be able to stop and discuss and think, yeah. um, it's a real gift. It is, it is. A great gift of generosity. Yeah. So, I guess... Who do you want to raise? Yeah. 
we've had some really interesting guests from all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one of the ones that I've really enjoyed is your interview with Helen Cherry about her time in Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Yep. So I think that was a really interesting, unique perspective on vet education. Certainly unique. <laughs> Certainly challenging. Yes. Um, but fascinating and some great work achieved, I think, in strengthening trainers and assessors in, in, the, in the nation of Afghanistan. Mm. Yeah. Um, I thought we had a gentleman, Terry Iverson, contact us from, uh, from America just randomly and say, hey, I've got this... I've got this uh, program I run within schools and within um, community colleges, and it's enhancing uh, the importance of the manufacturing industry within America um, and vocational education and, and, and that role within that process. Would you like to hear about my organization and the book that he'd written? And it was a fascinating story. It was a really positive story. It was a really uplifting story. And and in 2020, that's certainly what we've need. We've we've needed, and uh, he just he just brought about some fantastic examples of some uh, really encouraging stories for the youth of today, you know, young people, and and the hope that that is available to them if they're willing to commit to a long term journey of adult education, vocational education, and also career development. Mm. Mm. So I thought his conversation was fantastic, and I really appreciate Terry for taking the time and, and sharing that with us. Another guest I really appreciated was Gabby from Etoa, which is the Enterprise RTO mm-hmm. network, and just explaining the the impact that Enterprise RTOs have, registered training organisations, yeah. on um, training and uh, capacity development for organisations and their employees and how it's quite different to standard training organisations. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that was really important for people to understand. So for our international listeners, those organisations that she supports are organisations such as KFC and McDonald's in Australia and large um, employers that deliver training within their organisations. Mm. So that organisation, Atoa, also represents those corporations, those large large corporations as a conglomerate before our regulator, our national regulator, the Australian government. Um, so they do great work, an important role. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had uh, a discussion on change management with Mark Goodan um, earlier in the year, um, and that's in relation to always continuing to seek to improve a, a practice within a adult education institution, but respecting the culture of the organisation as changes are implemented. So I thought that was a positive, constructive conversation. And then we've had people come and talk about their organisations like SIFI eLearning mm-hmm. and their um, innovation in de- delivering and uh, delivering platforms and uh, products to help people deliver more effectively. Yeah. Um, and then we've had guests for, who talk about co- quality and compliance and those type of things as well. So it's been really, really broad. Yeah, and uh, so the Vice President of CIFI Learning actually contacted us again proactively and said, hey, I've got a great story about our growth as a, as a company and also how we support organisations all over the world with regards to adapting to e-learning, which was really important mm. in relation to 2020. And I know a lot of organisations were striving to adapt mm. in, a, in a pretty rapid way. 
And I think following on from that as well, we had um, Tony Stone from ASC Train talk about how they had to adapt in the COVID uh, pandemic and mm -hmm. how they adapted their training and mm -hmm. were able to continue delivering. So it fitted in really well and it was really great to hear from Tony yep. um, how that they've managed to do that successfully. Yeah, and Tony's such a passionate individual and uh, so committed to his uh, faculty and the students that come through. So it's always refreshing to catch up with Tony. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he also talked about leadership as well for us. Yeah, he did. So he came on recently. Um, so about six months later, he came back and he spoke about uh, educational leadership and his perspective on that uh, process within his organisation. So that was that's always positive, um, how he spoke so positively and encouraging about his team. Mm. Yep. And I know you really enjoyed talking to Colin Ellis about his book, Culture Fix. I, I really, I actually love Colin Ellis and his story. And, and uh, because um, if you read his book, Culture Fix, it's really funny and it's refreshing. And it's, it's about real life experiences, about crazy incidents that happen within workplace culture. And it's really researched well and in a positive way and in a funny way. And it's a book that you can just easily read. And, and certainly I could relate to a lot of the lessons. Yeah. <laughs> So, it was, yeah, it's a, it's a really, again, a, a really important topic. Yeah. Mm. And then we recently had on uh, Pete Oborn, and he's a journeyman like us, where he's been involved with adult education, vocational education for quite a long time. Um, so it was really great to sit down and speak as colleagues about a whole range of subjects. We did, we did title the topic Adapting to the Cohort, but in a way we're sort of covering off on about a 30-year journey with all of us. Mm. So we we ranged that conversation across many different topics, and it was really positive. Yeah. And I think that f from developing and doing the interviews and um, creating the podcast, there's so much that you don't get to put into the episodes, but you also, from a personal perspective, you get a lot more out of it as well from those conversations because you have to edit and you know condense it so that they're reasonable length. There's always more information as well, and it's a great pleasure as the interviewer to do to actually get that extra as well. Sure. Yes, so the importance of um, appreciating all of those interviews that then get condensed, and we must apologise in, in a way to our guests because often those conversations will range over about an hour and a half, and we try and keep them down to about an hour at the, at the maximum. But they're always so entertaining and so informative. And, of course, then we also had Debbie Norman, um, who gave us tremendous insight on what it's like to deliver training in the Pacific, in a mm. developing nation, in extreme heat, in extreme humidity, in uh, very limited health care, all of those challenges all around her. But what Debbie presents and where Debbie's great strength is, is that she has a tremendous ability uh, to build rapport within the local faculty. And that shouldn't be underestimated within any organisation. Um, and she spoke about that with great passion. And it's so important when you're going to work in, in, in a foreign nation that you appreciate those principles. Mm, yeah. I think also, Lee, reflecting over the last 12 months with our um, interviews and our discussions, I've actually really also enjoyed our discussions where we actually have to stop and think about our own practice um, and how that relates and how we teach and how, how 
we convey information to students to help facilitate learning. So I've really enjoyed those conversations as well because it's self-reflection on your own practice. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. So for those that uh, may not be aware, we are husband and wife um, and we have worked in in different sectors of, of the uh, vocational education training industry um, over many years. So it is good to stop and share those experiences that are separate mm. from one another and comparing how they how they have some commonality. So yes, no, it's been pretty valuable. Mm. Yeah. So moving into 2021, what can we expect? Let's do a quick overview of, of some of the things that we've got lined up. Yeah, well, some of the things I'd like to look at in 2021 is evaluation of education programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so looking for a guest around that to talk about evaluation. Another thing I'd like to explore as well is um, the importance of adult education, vocational education for First Nations peoples. Mm-hmm. Um, which is often um, a, a way to really impact um, communities. Mm-hmm. So I would like to explore that in 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty important. Mm. Pretty significant. Um, if you get it right, then it's fantastic. Mm. So, yeah, it's great. What we also have lined up, and it's already recorded and it's free to go, and it'll, it'll launch early in January 2021, is a tremendous positive story about a large training provider titled the Curibus Institute of Technology, and that's presented by Anthony Bailey, who has a wealth of knowledge in the Pacific. So he has come on and he has spoken with great passion about this organisation, um, and it's it's a journey over... I've forgotten what he said, but I think it's over about 50 years, 40 or 50 years. It's the 50th anniversary. Yes, that's right. Sorry, that's, exa- that's exactly what we've titled it. Um, so it is a great story to to review the evolution of that organisation. And they are a significant regional player within the Pacific now and, and have direct links with Australia as well. So that's a episode not to be missed. We also have another topic presented by Aaron Dixon on uh, quality and compliance and it's an in-depth discussion on um, those challenges within those roles. Um, So Aaron presents uh, a perspective over um, a number of institutions so that's a really positive conversation as well. That's recorded in the Pacific so um, you do hear a little bit of air conditioning noise etc in the background but uh, you know it's, it's, it's filmed on site, recorded on site so um, that's the way it is, but I think it's a really good conversation. Mm. And is there any topics you're looking at exploring as well in 2021? I've actually penciled in to try and coordinate with uh, a representative of vocational education and training in different countries. So, so countries where we don't have a direct link with. So perhaps someone in Canada might be willing to come on and talk about how vocational education and training, the framework associated with the Canadian process works, or within England or within Europe, um, one of those countries. So if you're out there, if you're listening in, and if you'd really like to um, share just how vocational education and training is, is coordinated and managed from a national perspective within your nation, then we'd love to hear about it uh, because it's just going to enrich our listeners again over 55 nations, so including us. So that'd be tremendous if you'd like to come on and share your your perspective and your your national approach. Yeah, 
So what's what's the biggest thing that you've learnt or the or to remember from this last year for you? You know, I think the biggest thing I take away from it is the passion that we all share. Yeah. So I've always I've always known that I'm I'm an extremely passionate person and I, and everything has to be done well and that's my approach. But I'm I'm really refreshed by all of our guests and how they sh- most of them share exactly the same passion mm. of really wanting to do, you know, uh, justice to the role which they facilitate at this point in time. There's people like Anthony Bailey and there's people like um, Terry Iverson and there's you know, just just right across the board. Um, these individuals are so passionate about what they've had the privilege to be involved with and those are the memories that stay with me. Yeah. What about yourself? I'm going to... I always cheat. I've got two. Mm-hmm. And one of them is very practical, which is make sure that you've pressed record before you start. Oh, that's a good point. It's a good point. Because <laughs> uh, it has happened. Yes. yes. Um, and also that... You know, I've always known that adult education and vocational education is diverse and it's, you know, across multiple industries. But when you actually hear it in practice and how people have experienced it and been a part of it across the entire world, Mm. I think Mm. that's really encouraging Mm. as well Mm. to know Mm. that, you know, it it really does make a huge difference for people. Well, that's right. If you you look at uh, the guests that come on, all the organisations that we've profiled, and and they're individuals. But if you consider that they've been working with hundreds of, you know, student cohorts over the years, imagine the impact that vocational education does have within any given year across the world. It must be significant. Yeah. Very significant. So that's been our year. Yeah. And there's been other guests as well, and we thank them as well for their time and their generosity, but it, it just really can't get them all in in this reflection but mm. we really want to thank everyone for their generosity mm. Mm. and thank the listeners as well for their support absolutely it's it's not taken for granted um we are so encouraged that um, our listening audience is growing and it's it's for no commercial interest it's just the fact that we love uh, the passion of of vocational education and training and and the significant impact it has upon so many people. So that's why we are um, continuing into 2021 with with our podcast, Education Transformation. And we'd love to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we look forward to sharing more episodes for you in 2021. Absolutely. Have a wonderful Christmas break. Please remember to review our new website at www.transformationconsultancy.com And if you can take a moment, please leave a review of the podcast. It'll mean the world to us. Thanks so much.